Yo, 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 welcome back to another episode of the Haney with Monster podcast. We're up to episode 62, and I talked to local band Death and Memphis. I asked them, you know, how the group got started in the very beginning. You may have seen them play at the Panic at the Plaza in downtown Joliet around Halloween time. I remember going there, and it was raining quite hard, so, but they still put on a good show. Uh, asked them about uh, any kind of touring they have plans for it, and asked them also about some of the bands that they've played for, opened up with, been on tour with, got all that. Uh, I think these guys have a similar sound to uh, Hot Water Music and Chuck Reagan, if you're into them. A little social distortion, so if you like either of them bands, uh, check them out. And I get into some more stuff with them. So you can check out this episode. It's 62, and it's with Death and Memphis. So check it out and crank those jams. I'm sitting sitting here with uh, Death in Memphis. This will be episode 62 of the podcast. Man, you <laughs> another seven episodes to have us on. Or what? <laughs> well, I could, but, you know, timing and everything. You know, <laughs> had to, had to strike while the fire's warm. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, if you guys want to introduce yourselves, so everyone knows, uh, you know. Who don't who doesn't know you already? <laughs> um, I'm Paul. Uh, I play guitar and I sing. Nice. And uh, some other stuff. I'm dance. And I play guitar and I'm not allowed to sing. <laughs> uh, I'm Devin and I sing uh, on occasion. <laughs> when you have to. Mm-hmm. <laughs> throw some tape over him do something <laughs> yeah it's yeah. <laughs> nice thing on occasion yeah yeah so how did uh you guys all form up as a band yeah <laughs> <What's that? laughs> how did you all form as a band then get together oh uh, me and steve uh we've been in and out of bands for quite some time um, we've been in i think that i think in the last 30 years we've each had one or two bands that the other one wasn't in okay I mean, less than five a piece we'll go with that oh yeah i don't i mean yeah, there's probably a couple hard, bands in minneapolis i wasn't right yeah i lived we in minneapolis and i had one band that we weren't in that was about it um but yeah um so that's where that came from we've been knowing each other for a long time we've in and out of bands uh there was a period there where neither one of us were doing a whole lot musically um, yeah a little bit like he has my big beautiful it's kind of an ongoing very sporadic thing um mm-hmm. so that we he wasn't doing a whole lot with that at the time and 
Um, I think I don't remember what band I was in, but whatever. Um, <laughs> and uh, I, I think Death of Memphis started at the tail end of at the end of Boneyard Brothers. It could be because uh, I was in My Big Beautiful, and you were in Boneyard Brothers, and then I came over to Boneyard Brothers, right. and then I left Boneyard Brothers, and then <laughs> ended in We. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so we. Uh, yeah, so so Steve and I just were, you know, it took a bit for us to get together because we were, you know, we kept saying, yeah, well, let's do something, yeah, let's do something, yeah. And, and we 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 found the time we got together and we wrote some stuff and then we did some searching for other people and uh, we had a fucking plethora of other people, involving uh-huh. door of other people. But you know, pretty much just me and Steve, you know, saying it's always been like, I mean, we've always been we've always been a punk rock fan of sorts. Uh huh. Poppy or no, nothing really heavy, but um. So this time we were like, we're, let's just not worry about being certain band because, like you said, the Bonier Brawlers that was a or like a psychobilly band that I was in that brought him into. Um, yeah, it was the pop band. Yeah, you know, like... it was a pop band. I, I jumped in and played drums for them for a little while. Um, okay. And uh, he, uh, we, yeah, we were just like, let's just write some songs because we were into. I mean, we we're into all kinds of stuff. I mean. Yeah. So we just kind of were like, let's let's uh, let's just write some songs. No matter. Let's not worry about that. This song doesn't fit with this and that. You know, like not to see where it goes. Genre, <laughs> just, so the the kind of the, the 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 basis has kind of become um, like when we record, we 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 finally got one full length and we got a couple of EPs, but. But the idea is to, to for it to be uh, 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 not so much an album where that you hear and say, oh, that's, you know, Death of Memphis. Although there are key things that you can pick out, but, but it's more of like if you were to make a playlist uh-huh. of your songs, you know, it's going to be all over the place, you know, and like some. Yeah. Like my playlist are uh, driving in the car with my daughter and my daughter's like, what in the hell are you listen to this? Everybody, every, <laughs> a country song comes on, then a rap song comes on, then a metal song comes on. <laughs> Uh, uh-huh. so kind of like kind of like that. We're you know we're just it's still punk rock, but you know it's got a, a, a tinge of other things here and there. So you know that we wanted to, a shuffled playlist <laughs> to play out like that. It kind of yeah. on the theory that a good song is a good song. So like you know we've we've done the psychobilly thing, we've done the pop punk thing, and we've done the, you know yeah done some old country stuff for a while. And kind of like you know we're capable of writing good songs and and however they fall is however they fall, and and this is just gonna be the home for all of that. Yep. Yep. Cool. Uh, you guys from uh, the Joliet area, or? Yeah, yeah, I was pretty much born and raised in Joliet. No, not pretty much. I was. Um, okay. Yeah. Steve's Steve's from Cre- uh, Cherry Hill. We probably know some of the same uh, few people then too, as uh, Ryan's Hope and Reaganomics, and uh, none of those guys. I just got a. Actually, I just got a uh, an invite from Terry. To like Ryan Hope's fa- Facebook page. Oh yeah, been around for a while. Oh, I just didn't God. realize yeah, it. No. <laughs> I know the bank, but it's yeah. a Facebook page. Oh, I don't know. About, I, don't I don't know if you just if you just started one or they didn't invite me to like their Facebook page. So I don't know. <laughs> Yeah, I've seen some video footage. Uh, Eddie Cantu was there to see you at the uh, Panic at the Plaza, and uh, he was was filming you there. I saw saw you guys play there. So Eddie Cantu, uh, that guy's not in enough bands. He needs to play <laughs> some more bands. You know, like I'm so shy. Yeah, I think he gets one day off or something, right? or, <laughs> or a few minutes each day. 
<laughs> yeah who did that uh was that backdrop the the frankenstein was that already there when you got yeah, that, play yeah, that was something they did yeah backdrop. yeah oh okay yeah i was gonna say that's pretty cool <laughs> that's a pretty cool deal because it rained that day i had to yeah uh i had to play another show somewhere else later that night you know so i asked that we could be on the bill early that day for panic of the plaza and then it rained yeah. So we were on rain delay for like what an hour and a half, and I was just getting ready to go. Hey, you know we got to call this because I, I got to go pretty soon. And I walked outside to say it, and it wasn't raining. I'm like, let's go. It's go time. <laughs> and go. <laughs> that was cool. That was really cool. Yeah. Yeah. Have you done uh, a lot of local shows then? I know uh, the Panic at the Plaza, but like uh, the Drunken Donut, I'm sure probably. I haven't played the Donut in a while, but we played there a couple times. Um, it was my first show. Some pretty memorable shows. We've had some pretty memorable shows there, actually. Yeah, yeah. yeah, there, yeah Devin's some, first yeah. show with Devin's us was first there. Show was there. Oh, okay. Our drummer, first show was there. Yeah. yeah. Our drummer Elijah, who is my son, was uh-huh. his first show was there. We had this um, drummer. We'll call him a drummer. You call him a drummer. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. So he didn't show up. Uh, <laughs> here we go and record and my and my son who was it was 12 at the time no he was no he, he, was, God, he was 12 yeah, uh, he was right. somewhere we'll around there he was, <laughs> yeah, he was young he was eight just not a diaper actually he was just born before the show giving some sticks yeah so he he he, he said hey i'll uh, i'll play and we, okay we never played with him before but he you know he's my son so he's heard our stuff yeah he's pretty bright well as far as musicianship goes he's a pretty bright kid he can pick picks up shit very quickly and uh yeah he just jumped back there and fucking started playing and me and Steve were both the whole time just fucking looking at each other like holy fuck <laughs> we made like a 45 minute set with him we, we originally planned on playing with him for like three songs yeah. he'd never practiced yeah. with us before but he sat behind there after three songs were done like we're not in you know, certain points of the songs he's picking it up. We ended up playing like a 45 minute set. Uh, yeah. With them never having practiced with us before. And yeah. We, we could have everybody, Paul and Devin and I up front could have set ourselves on fire. And no one would even notice because, you know, there's this 12 year old kid in the back just up. And, you know, like we were, we were getting ready to load on the stage for that show. And uh, Paul comes back because, like, the, the, our German didn't show up. So the plan was, you know, Paul played drums on both of the EPs in the studio, yeah. and then, you know, like, we'd fight a drummer after that. So the plan was that Paul was going to do drums, and we were going to be one guitar that night. Yeah. I was back, and he's like, hey, Elijah says he knows you know, the stuff, and I'm like, okay, okay. And he's like, you know, let's give him two or three songs and see how he does, and it, you know, if it doesn't go well or whatever, he doesn't know anything else, then I'll jump on the drums from there. And I said, okay. And he stayed for 45 yeah. minutes, and like I said, the, the place was all focused on him. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. on youtube yeah, so, eddie talk, yeah. eddie, i think eddie eddie recorded that one too oh yeah yeah i'm sure he's always there there were times in that set that night where i would walk back to the to the set to cue elisha for something he wouldn't even look up at me he just knew it and so i just stopped going, you know, what are you gonna do yeah after three songs he's like keep going dad i got this it's a hey man do you know this song i don't know which one is that and struggle and goes oh yeah i know that he didn't he knew him <laughs> nice and now Elisha has become the guy in the band that goes no no you guys it doesn't go like that and there's four <laughs> and now, yeah, then it goes to this he's the one that remembers how stuff goes <laughs> shit <laughs> you're you're grounded yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> yes. Yeah. So, uh, any uh, any uh, Elder. more uh, local shows you've done, or you, you do uh, touring Elden. touring out of states and such? Elder Brewery, we played in Juliet. Oh, okay. If you're familiar with that place on Cass Street, yeah, Andy. Yeah, Eddie's other stamping grounds. Yeah. <laughs> he probably got some footage from there too. I'm sure. <laughs> the, the forge where we opened up for oh, yeah. the one and only Corey feldman and his angels oh shit i remember that show yeah yeah totally real that. real down-to-earth guy <laughs> that Corey feldman oh yeah he's so so in touch with the common man yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> and his angels <laughs> i brought a posse of angels yeah <laughs> Do you do uh, a lot of local shows then, or you uh, tour tour out of state, or um, it's probably an even keel. Yeah, um, it's a, yeah. 50. We don't play a lot around. Like in Juliet, we haven't played a lot. Um, we play more in the city. Little Liars Club is kind of our uh, our, uh, our main base. Yeah, yeah. Um, we played Livewire, Cobra Lounge, um, Underground Lounge, Pete Kitchen, Pete Kitchen. Oh yeah, uh-huh. the, 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 yeah, Subterranean. Yeah, uh, you know the, the usual places, um, and then uh, we you know, we go to uh, Milwaukee, St. Louis. We actually have a show coming up in St. Louis in December. Okay, um, which will book some other shows around. So uh, Indiana for sure. Seeing you had a Halloween show at the G Man Tavern. Oh yeah, I was yeah, just yeah, trying yeah. to think where we just yeah, played that I had never played that. before. That was the first time I played G Man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How was that? Well, that, was, that was a good show. Yeah, yeah. I've actually, never the, been in there. I mean, I've always, always, you know, always talk about. Yeah, I'm gonna go to the show, but I end up not going. But whatever. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I've been there, and I actually expect. I thought I thought it was bigger. Like you see pictures, you see pictures. Play, yeah, like, oh, that's cool. You get there and you're like in a closet. <laughs> it's like, like <laughs> oh, they, they have, have to have had had to have a, one of them uh, the real re- realtor photographers come in and take yeah, <laughs> make it look bigger than it is. Yeah. Even though it was small, it was still uh, it was pretty dope. Yeah, like, it was a good show. Yeah, yeah it wasn't like have, tiny at all. No, they have yeah. a stage in there since the last time I've been there. Yeah, there's like a small stage in there. Yeah. You it saw was, pool was, tables. Yeah, oh, I used to okay. be, yeah. Well, I saw Frank Turner do a surprise show there once. It was just a big open room. Oh shoot! Okay. Now there's a stage when you walk through that that door. Nice. Yeah. yeah. Did uh, you dress up for Halloween then, or? <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, <was> it, <laughs> after Halloween. Before, huh? right was before it like, Halloween. Was it right before was it, Halloween? It was the Friday before the Halloween. Wow, what are we old? We didn't do really nothing. Should have dressed up. <laughs> You do anything for Halloween? You weren't dressed like a nerd for Halloween. No, I was just oh, dressed okay. like a nerd because that's what Shit. I do every day. Right. I wasn't sure <laughs> if I should say anything or not, so I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't. Yeah, uh, yeah. You people. mentioned you've been out of state. Has there been any uh, favorite states uh, for you to do shows at uh, tours? Um, in this band, um, I would say. Favorite place? I mean, we uh, St. Louis is always a good time, and Milwaukee yeah. is always a good time. Milwaukee's always a really I think, good yeah. time. I'd go with Milwaukee. Milwaukee's we good. We go to St. Louis a lot. We've got friends there, and I love St. Louis a lot. But like, I like to go up to Milwaukee and play with the Size Fives. Yeah, Size Fives are cool dudes from Milwaukee. They always, uh-huh. Yeah, show us the rope. Show us a good time. Oh, Cincinnati. We played in Cincinnati. Yeah, we did play or Cleveland. Cincinnati or Cleveland. Cleveland. 
I don't I've, know. I've played them both, but I don't we remember. We played this we one played. state, and it was in Ohio. <laughs> we played it. We played it. Ohio. Sandusky. Oh, <laughs> a million break pads. A million break pads. Any uh, any favorable or uh, memorable uh, shows or experiences that uh, happen? Man, we were driving to Minneapolis once. Yeah, me oh, in the van. Devin was smart enough to fly. He got off of work that day and got on a plane. He flew to Minneapolis. We went oh, in the van. Paul and our old drummer, and you want to me call and, a drummer? yeah, if yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> wow. Um, I'm getting a picture of this person. <laughs> Don't get me started on eighty proof preacher. Those sons of bitches and eighty proof preacher, come at me, motherfuckers! Listen. <laughs> Oh boy. All right. Anyway, back to the I touched on something here. <laughs> so we're driving to Minneapolis in a band van. We stopped for lunch somewhere in Wisconsin. Do you remember what town it was? Some town in Wisconsin with a name you probably can't even pronounce. I don't know. It was probably um it was I don't remember the name of the town, but it was yes, because it was about, we were, up we were still town. about three, two, yeah, three we were hours two or three away hours from out, Minneapolis. But we were all close to the border because that was an issue. Yes. So <clears throat> we come off from having lunch and we start the van, and Paul looks in the rear mirror and he's like, uh the, there's like white smoke just pouring out of the exhaust. Oops. We call his brother who's a mechanic and he's like, yeah, that's a head gasket. Don't go anywhere. Yeah. Well, running now, but not for long. So we're sitting in this, I think we drove it from one parking lot to another. That's as far as yeah, we, we drove. We drove to like a gas station parking lot. We had to drive around the back because the lady, the cashier told us to park in a certain spot. Now, so, so then we start calling around where can we rent a van from, but nobody wants to rent you a van because you're going to leave the state with it and you can't do They don't want you to do that. And keep in, mind, uh, keep, keep in mind, like I just got done teaching for the day. Uh, <laughs> I take an Uber to O'Hare Airport, right? Uh, yeah. and I'm in line ready to get on the plane and Paul calls me while I'm in line. He's like, Hey, did you get on the plane yet? I was like, no, <laughs> don't get on the plane. It's like, well, <laughs> all right. So what do I do? And he's like, uh, I don't know. Hold on. Click. <laughs> they start calling around. And on top of that, just to add a little side note too, none of us at the time were adult enough, except for Devin, to have a credit card. Oh shit! So, no one, so that was a big thing. No one would rent us something. Yeah, we didn't have yeah, makes card. it makes it hard to rent anything without the credit card. Probably had one, we had money for it. Five dollars left on the balance. You know, they're not going to rent you a van for that. Right. So the credit card. Was- the credit card they so, needed yeah. for the incident or whatever, you right, know, the, right, the deposit, what, yeah. Yeah, deposit that's So, yeah. So we're in this gas station parking lot for probably, probably what, two and a half, three oh, hours. Fuck, forever. We called to everybody around and finally we get this guy, like, I don't, I don't know why we started calling car dealerships, but we did. Like we figured maybe a car dealership would rent this one or they would know somebody local who would. No, we, we oh, buy something. Yeah, uh, we, we well, we get a hold of the guy and he's like, hey, we're going to the mechanic here and he just bought a van and let me find out what he wants for it. And we're like, okay. And we get a hold of this guy and he's like, yeah, I've got like a Grand Caravan or something, which Dodge is like, Caravan, yeah, yeah Do- a Dodge Caravan. Oh, shit. I'll sell it to you for 1500 bucks. And we're like, okay, great. So I've got 1500 bucks in the bank account. But the problem is, you know, I'm out of state and they won't let me take 1500 bucks out of a gas station again. <laughs> So we talked him, talk him down to a thousand. Yeah, we did talk him down to a grand. Okay, so so I had to call the bank and get like a live person on the phone. And there's two gas stations across the street from each other, and I had to run back and forth between ATMs. And by the time I would get to one, he would have me cleared for another withdrawal. 
Yeah. So running back and forth between ATMs and like taking withdrawals and like being over the, the entire time to get enough money to buy this van. <laughs> yeah, like two fifty at a time. I think it was four trips. And then meanwhile, I'm sitting on the plane, like no idea what the hell is going on. I'm like, oh, I'm gonna land there. I don't know if anybody's gonna be there when I land. Definitely oh, capitalist to like three hundred texts and like for updates <laughs> as to what's going on. <laughs> then so okay so i shows up with the with the dodge van right and yeah we, we had come from like a like a 16 passenger van with yeah, all the it gear was a, yes it was a yeah, 16 and 17 we went passenger like a dodge caravan oh shit and like with 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 a wheelchair wheelchair accessible yeah uh, lift on the back you know so it was a big van we, we're, roof, we're pretty you know, like, we got, we we got that thing pretty jammed Pretty, yeah, <laughs> space, yeah. So, so we're going jam. from that to a half, a less than half the size. The- oh shit! Yeah, we cram all the shit in there. We we got four yeah. people crammed in there. We got all the gear crammed in there. We don't know where in the hell we're gonna put Devin when he shows up. We're <laughs> on the highway, right? Now, so now we've talked to the promoter in Minneapolis, and you know, like he knows we might not make it. We might make it. Whatever. We're driving down the highway. We call him. We're like, we're gonna make it. We're gonna be there. He's like, okay. <laughs> we're. It's dark now. We're driving in this van. All of a sudden, the interior light starts flashing intermittently. Oh, I'm like, shit, you've got to be kidding me. <laughs> you had the van packed so full, full of gear that the back door wouldn't close 100%. Yeah. So every time you... Oh, shit. The door would bounce and the lights would go on. And <laughs> yeah, we started going... The lights started going off. We all looked at each other and we just laughed. Yeah. We just started laughing. Boy, you... <laughs> like, Fuck, we got screwed, you know? Because we don't know who that fucking guy was. Right, would never reach that guy ever. <laughs> Our old man's just sitting in the parking lot somewhere in Wisconsin. Oh, fuck. Is this, at the door. is this a Looney Tunes episode? Yeah, right? And it, you can hear the team. You can hear the team. not over either because, like, we went to Minneapolis and played the show and rented a trailer. And, you know, like, then we were all in the van comfortably and we had a trailer and we drive down to Wisconsin the next day for the next show and we stop at the hotel and Paul's getting his luggage out of the trailer. And he comes into the room and he's checking all his pockets. He's looking all over the place. And he looks at me and he goes, hey, did I give you the keys to the trailer? And I'm like, no. Oh. He's like, I think I set him down inside there. Oh. Are you kidding me? He's like, no. I'm like, you locked the keys in the trailer. He goes, yeah. So then we, <laughs> then we had to call the guys in the size fives. And so we got a show in guys, Wisconsin right, the next day. Show, right. We're playing with them in Wisconsin the next day. And they had to come down with one of their friends in a bolt cutter and break into the trailer. <laughs> Oh shit! Keys out. Remember the bolt cutters? They were like five feet. Gigantic yeah, bolt cutters were like taller than I was. <laughs> we had switches that breaking into the trailer in Wisconsin. <laughs> so bands, this is what you don't want to do. Right. Oh, um. But the good news <laughs> is we came home and sold the van to somebody else. Yeah, right away. Oh shit! Like Monday, okay, like we came home Sunday night, and I think like Tuesday I had the. Didn't you make sold. like five hundred bucks on it? No, I sold it for what I paid. Five thousand dollars. Oh, I was gonna say you sell for that fifteen hundred. Because we got it for a thousand. And remember, we the guy want. I don't remember if it was fifteen or something. It wasn't there, but we talked him down. Got it for a grand. Okay. Yeah. When we played in Milwaukee on our um, our roster of merch, we added that at the end. Oh shit! (laughs) For a thousand dollars. I'll take a sticker, a T-shirt, and your van. <laughs> but hey, these days we're traveling in real style because I don't know if Devin's even heard this yet, but I bought a bus. We Uh-oh. A bus now. Yeah, bus? yeah, we all bought a short bus. Oh, shit. Oh. Hell yeah. There's uh, another band, too, that I uh, did a um, podcast with uh, from Joliet area. 
and they they've done the same thing uh get, got a bus and they're like hell yeah <laughs> take a few of the seats out and it's yeah perfect too because it's got a wheelchair lift and all the seats in the bus are like along the back wall and along the sidewall so really the bus is wide open and all we have to yeah get that wheelchair lift out of it and we have room for people to sit and gear it's like already set up perfect Nope. <laughs> Put a stripper pole in there. It's going to be. Uh, <laughs> I think we might be at the lake where we should just leave the wheelchair thing in. Yeah, there. right? <laughs> yeah. <That's> right. <laughs> Wheel you in and out of the shows. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> nice. Any uh, plans that you had uh, during the pandemic that got halted? Uh, I don't know. We were supposed T1. to play every great show that happened in Chicago last summer. So we were yeah. everything. We were supposed to play we a shit ton fest. of festivals. Yeah, we were supposed to oh. uh, <laughs> punk, punk fest in Bloomington. Oh yeah, all the cool shit. Uh huh. Yeah, Midwest Punk Fest. That's what it is. We were supposed to do that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah the the record was out not not too long before. Yeah. Not too, you know that. Yeah. So like getting on and trying to like that was kind of the thing too is like okay we got the fucking record let's get on the road more yeah you know much more than we have been but that didn't happen so yeah so that, that was uh exhausted what's that exhausted yes yeah okay so yeah we could uh transition in, into that a bit then <laughs> how was that uh coming up with that then that's uh your your first uh album that's, that's our first, first full length, length yes that was a long yeah. run that yeah we took a couple of years right now well, you know, yeah. and then it was like Steve said, I played. Um, we had a so called drummer come and go in that time. Too. Yeah, I, I played <laughs> this drummer. Oh boy. Our first two recordings um, <laughs> playing the drums. And uh, we've yeah, we said, like, we're not we're not quite in spinal tap um, country, but the drummers kind of were. I mean, close. They're not exploding drummers. drummers. We've had a couple so that I wish would explode. <laughs> <laughs> they, uh, um, so some of those songs on there were songs that we've had for quite some time that just never recorded and it was yeah. always like all right well we got to find you know drummer and i like i don't i want to find someone who's part of the band you know what i mean like i want to yeah. full length of the actual band i don't want to be yeah. i don't want to be the, the guy that you know records all the stuff and then finds people to play Trent Reznor. yeah yeah it's just not my thing you know it's like i'd like to be a, 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 a band you know a unit you know yeah whole, yeah, yeah as one and that, that kind of i mean it, it, it is what is my mentality but at the same time it's kind of like well at some point you just gotta bite the bullet and just do it yourself because it's not you know, it's not gonna happen it's not gonna happen you can't wait any longer right so we, yeah yeah we had you know people come and go and so then we just kind of got to the point where all right we need to record this fucking record and we had yeah. another drummer who quit right after right after that record was recorded done recorded the record and quit before it came out oh yeah Con yeah <laughs> Con super convenient <laughs> it was a hiring gig for him yeah, quit. <laughs> awesome thank you <laughs> yeah <laughs> so we got the to do after yeah, so yeah. Elijah's back and uh yeah he's full time in the band now so worked out worked out pretty well because the nice thing we about Elijah having, the nice thing about having your, your singer's kid play drums too is you don't have to go and go you know like hey do you want to be in the band we just kind of went and go hey you're in the band <laughs> and if you don't like it you're grounded <laughs> yeah right <laughs> 
You don't have a choice. And, and it's not like he can call in sick and live, you know, or like make a choice about going to the house, you know? Dad, I don't want to. <laughs> Tough. Get behind the kit. Right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah, because of the album, uh, we, we could play uh, one of the songs then, uh, Torn to Pieces. Uh, the first track on there. You want to talk about that uh, for a little bit? This is the only song in the record that has swears in it. Oh, this is a swear get, word. This is a song you got to spend extra time in church There's on Sunday morning to repent. <laughs> Noise. <laughs> this is a, this song um, is is uh, kind of I don't know to to me it's something like like I, I think I remember I th- remember Steve uh, making a comment that that that, that I had written a. You know, a pop song. Yeah, it's the popular song. Um, and then, but then we played with um, um, Patrick Keenan was one time was talking about. Yeah, I like that that one song. That it's kind of a, that country song. And I'm thinking, you know, like he's thinking right. of "Long Way Home" or maybe it's the way. And he was talking about "Torn to Pieces." I was like, "What? Really? The country song? songs are way more country than "Torn to Pieces." Yeah, it's how cool. <laughs> so people, you know, people get what they get out of it. You know. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, this this song um, was uh, yeah, kind of. The, I think we had the I had the, I had the verse. I don't remember if I had the whole song or if I just had the the kind of the verse part going. And then a lot of times that'll happen. Um, there's not a lot. There's not a lot of times where any given one of us will come with a full song. You know, just an an idea, and then we run we run with that. A couple two three parts um, usually. Yeah. Um, yeah. And this one, this in particular song, we were recording at the, the time we were recording a demo for it with Daver. Yeah. Um, and we had we hadn't have any lyrics, <clears throat> and um, a friend of Devin's brother, he was on the phone. He got off the phone. And was it? Who was it? Was it Sean? Was it Andy? Who's brother? Uh, Sean. Sean, so Devin's friend Sean's brother um, decided he he didn't want to be here anymore. <clears throat> and uh, that, that, those lyrics came came immediately after I heard heard that. We there was kind of an idea torn to pieces. Torn was you know it was a typical you know uh, you know shit happens and you know we get fucking frazzled and and shit. But but then the 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 the, the main verse verses of that song came immediately that it was it was you know torn it just fit when he said yeah it was like it was weird how i guess not really weird but things come in and, and immediately take a, a take a uh a form or a, a meaning just in, in an instant you know um yeah and that and that particular song too also like um when we recorded this song we 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 searched to see who we were going to record it with. We tried a few people. People sent us, um, you know, uh, samples of their work. And and Chris Lemke um, was the guy who recorded it. And okay, he uh, great fucking guy. I mean, yeah. just fucking phenomenal person. Um, mm-hmm. He Super knew it. Awesome he's, to work with. Yeah, he just knew his shit. He was so great to work with. And and after we recorded the record, um, we got a call. That that he he didn't want to be here either, <clears throat> and so that, that 
Uh, that hit me fucking hard because I had written this fucking song for it's the same reason. Someone that we knew that you know it just had, had you know taken 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 themselves out of the picture, and yeah. and and like a lot a lot of the times I'll write shit about you know that I mean I've I've known too many people that that's happened to, um, and I always try to be the person to. Hey, you know, call me, talk to me, yeah. you know, I'll, I'll be there, I'll, you know. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's just, and and it, it's especially hard when we worked with this guy and we wrote and we had this record and he heard and he, he, he loved the record and he couldn't yeah. talking about it. He, you know, text us, oh, this sounds great. That sounds great. I fucking love it. You guys are like one of the best bands I've worked with, you know, and shit like that. And then, and then, and then it was like, it's like, well, it, to me, it felt like, I don't, did you listen? Because I was really trying yeah. really fucking hard to, <laughs> yeah. to be that person for anyone. And uh-huh. it, it just goes to show that you, you, I, it doesn't matter if a million people or if you know a million people are there for you. I mean, it's, you know, everyone makes their choices and it's a split second choice. Uh, right. But yeah, yeah, it's kind of rough. But yeah, that, that song, I, I like the song. And there's, there's times where I kind of don't want to play the song for those yeah. specific reasons. Yeah, 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 yeah. You could be surrounded by a million people and still feel alone. Yeah, yeah. I've said that a million times too. It's and it's 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 like we were talking. I was at work. I, I I do construction. We were in the city one time, and I was like, "It's a fucking huge city. It's full of fucking people, but you're walking down the street alone." Almost. Yeah. Day. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. The odd thing part yeah. about torn to pieces for me was I had to miss a practice one day, and they wrote it when I wasn't here. Which is yeah. really odd for me because it came in and it was pretty much done and I just had to put my part over it. So like, yeah. usually when we're writing songs together, you know, you got that input and you're like, hey, what if we try this? Hey, what if we try that? I came into a song that they were, you know, it was done. They were playing it. And I was like, uh, yeah, okay, so what, <laughs> what in the hell am I going to do now? Like, you know what I mean? Like, I gotta, whatever I do has got to fit what's already there. So <laughs> a little bit of a different approach for me guitar was, I think, I think probably Torn to Pieces is the simplest thing. I did it on the record because it was already, you know, it was already, it was already, yeah, yeah. Okay, this is what I'm gonna do, and there, there it is. Uh huh. <laughs> yeah. Nice. Yeah. Well, we could uh, play that one uh, right now, and then I'll come back to you and uh, talk to you guys some more. Then. And this is Death in Memphis, and this is their track "Torn to Pieces," the first track on the album "Exhausted." And check it out now.
Okay. <laughs> and we're back. <laughs> and we're back. Yeah, that was torn to pieces. And uh, yeah. So how? Uh, <laughs> where did uh, you guys record that one at? Um, outhouse recording. Yeah, outhouse recording. Um, what was the town? Like Lake Street and North. Carol Stream. Was it Carol Stream there? Yeah. Oh, okay. Carol Stream in in the in the basement of uh of uh. It wasn't even Chris's yeah, house. It wasn't it was even Chris's house. It was his friend's house. What was that guy's name? God. I feel I, yeah, I feel bad now. I can't remember his name. That that album though was crazy. We met Chris, and we booked the date, and we recorded the entire record in a weekend. Like oh, oh, shit. really laid down all the music yeah, on a Saturday, all the vocals on a Sunday. Yeah, there is. I don't think there's it. anything on Exhausted that was more than two takes. Oh wow! Yeah, very few punches. Like that record is pretty much live. Yeah, yeah it was. Yeah, it was all live in live in one room. But then again, we had been practicing it for. I mean, we've been yeah. practicing it for. Oh yeah, yeah. You had said about like two years. You've been sitting on the songs. Songs have been around. But yeah, like we all in a in a in a basement together. We had you know all, all the all the amplifiers in the same room. Um, Everything in the same. The room. drums in the same room. It's like that. That album is really dope because it's like it's it's live right like yeah. there's really not much of us going through and you know dubbing stuff over there and and it has this energy to it i feel like that uh when you go in and you lay down one instrument at a time you lose a lot of that energy you lose a lot of the the feel for for the music when you're going in and laying everything down separately so we all played it together everything's pretty much live and it just uh, i think it has like an infectious feel to it yeah. One of the great things that Chris did on the record was I wanted to record, I wanted to record all of my guitar parts with both the Mesa amp that I played through and a Marshall that I had so that I could blend them and I could use, you know, like maybe a little something less aggressive here and more aggressive there. You know what I mean? So I was uh-huh. planning on doing full overdubs. And Chris said, okay, you know, we're going to do this record as live as possible so that we can get the energy and I'm going to record both of those amplifiers at the same time and do both dubs at the same time. And we'll be able to pick and choose what we want to blend them as, as we want. So you won't have to. Uh, and so oh, shit. I had this corner of the basement where I was surrounded by amplifiers and like a, a like a, a wall separator. And I was like, I think I'm in heaven. Like, yeah. well, I guess, you know, the drums are right there and I got all these amplifiers and here we go. Let's go. Yeah, it sounds uh, a lot of like 80s punk rock style. <laughs> sounds like his uh, 80s punk rock style where they just said, okay, we'll hit record and go. And go. Yeah. Pretty much <laughs> it. <laughs> yeah. The total mix of old of songs that we had had sitting around for a while. Um, even re- before, there was, there's was a couple songs. Um, oh, no, there, those were. Okay, so we recorded all those songs and then we recorded two more songs. Uh-huh. And they wouldn't fit. We wanted to do vinyl, so they wouldn't fit on the vinyl. So we, oh, shit. we took those two songs off and we made a seven inch that was only available um, if you pre-ordered the record. Uh-huh. Um, so we put those two, we put two songs on. But with those two songs, with all the songs, um, they ranged from before before we even when it was just me and Steve and we're still trying yeah. people out. Uh, we wrote one song actually with a drummer. Uh, um landmark the song landmark Landmark. he came out one time he came out one time to audition for us and ended up not he wasn't really what he was more of like a church drummer i think or something like that but he wasn't horror he wasn't a bad drummer it was just kind of like yeah he was he was just his mindset wasn't where we were so um (laughs) but we wrote that we wrote that song while he was there 
Um, so that's so some of the so some of those songs are written even before we fucking yeah. recorded anything and put anything out, all the way up to were written like a week before yeah, yeah. because there were like yeah. three or four songs that I didn't have lyrics to that I wrote the night before I went in and recorded. Me? Oh, shit. Or, exhausted, exhausted wasn't was, written yeah. until like two weeks. Like, yeah. The actual yeah. song wasn't written until two or three weeks before we recorded. Exhausted? Yeah. Those songs too where like I think like three takes in practice and the whole thing was done. It, that song just fell into place. It, it, yeah. All was playing one chord and everybody just kind of played around it and we went okay there's that there, you know yeah, it's playing it yeah. and yeah. Really, like <laughs> I, I, by this point we had been trying to record we've been talking about recording this record for two years and like by the time exhausted came along i'm like all right no more songs like we've got songs <laughs> you know and then exhausted having them like hey we've got another song <laughs> It's the title. It is the title of the record. You got to put it on there. Right? <laughs> yeah, you had talked about like riding around in the car and listening to a bunch of different uh, kinds of music. Do you have uh, like different kind of influences then for for you guys, or you just uh, go kind of just off the cuff of what you guys want to do rather than? Really, we wanted to be a P- a Bee Gees cover band. Well, <laughs> well, the Foo Fighters yeah, that, but then so the Foo Fighters did that. Yeah, what are you gonna do after that? You know, Dave Grohl did it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. If that, I mean, you mean are you you mean like as far as like do we share a common or are you talking about like are we individually? Uh, yeah, either or. Okay. Um, I got you. Uh, yeah. yeah, I think we're. I think we're all kind of influenced. Sim- we are influenced similarly, somewhat. Some of us are a little more. Um, we cover the one, gamut, one way than the you know, other, like, but there's some of us who listen. You know, there's stuff that I listen to that everybody else in the band goes, "Oh my god, I can't believe you listen to that." Yes. Yeah. yeah. A lot of Steve likes a lot of pop punk. The poppier yeah. stuff. He's a really pop punk guy. Yeah. Um, and he always has been since I've fucking known him for like, forever. Um, yeah. Um, I've always kind of gravitated more towards like your. Like little shit that's like different, not so much different, but it's like not just a, I don't know how to say it. Like I, I like growing up. Well, like I, I, I was a hardcore kid in high school. I like like uh, Jawbox and and, and yeah. a lot of the Discord shit. That's oh, okay. You know, it's 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 odd. You know what I mean? It's not, <laughs> not just a straightforward or, or really just the later. sounds sonically or yeah you know, there's something going on different than than just playing three chords um yeah. don't get me wrong I'm, I'm, I'm all about that too um <laughs> like yeah um and and but then like uh, as a kid my parents and my grandparents listened to a lot of uh a lot of like uh hank williams and freddie fender and merle haggard so I, there was a lot of country when when i was a kid uh, oh yeah which which is cool which which i dog at the time too so kind of all like but i'm always kind of trying to i'm always i'm always trying to kind of blend all those things together although it's kind of it's kind of hard to do but but um uh, it, it, uh yeah i think we kind of run every i'm i'm, I'm I, I, fuck i guess i am in everything I, i'm not really into a whole lot of metal stuff uh, uh-huh. i never never nah. geared towards that except for the straight edge hardcore shit which I guess that's as metal as I get, but it's not really we're not really metal. <laughs> Minor threat. <laughs> Girl biscuits instead and shit like that. Uh-huh. Um yeah. Yeah, nice. I only like yeah. kiss. Yeah. <laughs> there are any uh bands you uh would love to open up for or do a show with? 
Um, by and large, them dr- never meet them. Dream dream shows, or there are a few exceptions to that rule about never meeting your heroes. But you know, we opened <laughs> for a band once that I really, really wanted to open for, and like personally, it was a big disappointment for me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so that's a tough one for me to say. I, mean, I like that. You know, there's. I'm sure there's lots of bands I like to play with, but yeah but not talk to afterwards right. yeah right yeah it's <laughs> like i i have i can i can i can pretty much honestly say that i have opened for um probably would if i hadn't already done it would be you know a dream a, a dream um slot um, uh-huh but um you kind of i don't know the kind of kind of doing that a couple of times opening for the kind of loses like he said you kind of you're not sure what you're going to get so yeah no i don't know not that not that i lost interest in it but like i right. fucking do it i'll play with fucking whoever sure. you know but fucking yeah. playing playing for um playing for playing opening for hot water music or playing with the size fives it, it's all ex- as exciting to me you know yeah Oh, right. Too is like I always go. Oh, this you know I really like to open for this band, and that would be like our target audience, and that's perfect because you know like I, I feel like we're really similar, and that's a great audience. You know, like that's that's right. exposure for us. And then every time we do something like that, I realize that people don't perceive us that way. You know what I mean? <laughs> band in one way, and you think you're a great fit with this band, and the, and the audience is like got your pegged somewhere else. You know what I mean? And you and that yeah yeah, control it. It's just the way it is. So you know sometimes. Sometimes a promoter will call and go, hey, do you want to open for these guys? And you're like, yeah, sure, cool. And you find that that's the one that really clicks. You know what I mean? Like the, maybe the promoter's more right in, in the match. So yeah. Lots of bands that I like, and I, I think it would be awesome to play with Soul Asylum. I love Soul Asylum. That would be an awesome show to do. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Who, who knows how you're going to be taken, and who knows, like, you know what I mean, what kind of interaction you're going to have with them. It's, right. you know, Soul Asylum's a great answer. I'd love to play with Soul Asylum. Yeah, nice. <laughs> Yeah, I seen on some of uh, your Instagram uh, some photos with uh, some wrestling. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I just got done watching uh, AEW's uh, pay per view last oh, night. Man, that was baller! <laughs> shout out, shout out to Hangman Adam Page. What a match! Coming in, I mean, a horse. That was probably uh, the second or third uh, pay-per-view I've watched of AEW, and I got to say, that was a, a all-around great show. Oh, it was excellent. Excellent show. <laughs> from from the, the beginning all the way to the end. Uh, I was like, oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, Are you uh, heavy into wrestling then? or I think I'm the only one who's heavy into wrestling. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What was it from like uh, the 80s when you were a kid and it just kept going or 80s? I was a baby. Yeah. <laughs> oh shit. I'm aging myself, I guess. Uh, I, I I grew up uh, with Attitude Era uh Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm a little bit older than you that a little bit. Everyone is Stone <laughs> <laughs> Cold, The Rock, you know, like uh DX, NWO, that kind of stuff. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. So it's it's really dope to see like a, a new renaissance of professional wrestling at uh, AEW. It's like, yeah, just you know, fantastic, like just fucking fun, man. Like, really, <laughs> you know, like post pandemic, I've started to realize I don't know why anybody else, but like, I think fun was missing a lot in like my life. Well, you know, yeah, sometimes we take things too seriously, and and 
I don't know. It, it, sometimes it's just time to have some fucking fun and watch some sweaty men <laughs> rub up all over each this other. Conversation just got on. That's exactly what I was trying to do with it. <laughs> I'm taking it out. Come on, come on, keep going. I'm taking more clothes off right now. <laughs> yeah, I was with. Um, I don't know. You you might know uh, Andy and Rachel uh, from uh, the Secret Lives. Andy Victory. Oh, I know Andy Victory. Yeah, yeah. I know Andy. Yeah. Okay, yeah. <laughs> I was over at uh their house watching it. And uh yeah. <laughs> yeah. He had mentioned uh it something about a, a orange uh an orange amp or preamp or something that uh he, he may have gotten fixed or something from, from you uh for a while ago. Yeah. <laughs> he's like yeah i don't know if he still has it or whatever i just kind of left it there that might be around somewhere yeah yeah uh do you do like a a, a school a, a school what is a school rock school oh god don't say that um, yes i own a music school in shanahan which is where we practice that's where we are now we're in one of the lesson rooms here is that is that what you like uh run then that's electric piano you guys need more lessons <laughs> <laughs> uh is that what you like run then it's yeah that's what i yeah that's what i do so we oh okay so we do like all kinds of music lessons and then we have like you know it's it is similar to school of rock i i like to think we're better yeah uh-huh but we you know we do the same thing in that we have student bands that form here and they practice once a week and then we take them out and do shows and, and right and we're starting to uh in january we're starting to do a free all ages show here every month so we'll have uh-huh. one show two bands every month it'll, it'll be somebody we're going to try to we're going to try not to stick to one genre but like you know be as wide open as we can yeah right how awesome is that to uh start them young and get to see uh the progression it, as they go along and uh kind of help mold, mold that it's pretty cool it's pretty, it's pretty satisfying to see them get like especially the ones that are exceptionally shy you know I mean? they come in to lessons and they you know you i have a student now that i taught i started teaching when he was four. Oh wow so like at four it's the lessons are just kind of silly you know you have fun and you're you're you know messing around with the guitar they're not really retaining it yeah. and now yeah the kid is like 12 or 13 and he's playing in one of the bands here and and so exceptionally gratifying to, to see it yeah. to that point and you know wow uh, yesterday I was watching them practice they were doing a whole lot of love by zeppelin oh yeah facebook memories uh yesterday morning i saw a clip of that kid and i practicing the solo part and and he had just learned it so of course it was really shaky and then they played it yesterday afternoon and he was right on he was right on the money and i was like damn, damn that's pretty cool so yeah it's, it's yeah really cool to watch. i wouldn't even know what to teach a four-year-old at, at that age I, when Let, mom asked me, like she had uh he has a twin brother so she said you know i i want them to start taking lessons young and i was like i i get that it, it's probably not yeah. a real structure you know it's gonna be a long time before they play something specific but yeah get instruments in their hands and get them exposed to music at this point and and she was cool with that and that's what we did so we kind of like played a lot of games and like you know had the guitar in our hands you know uh-huh what have you yeah i feel like oh, nice. teach kids 
how to play music the right way. Like, yeah, yeah, like when I started music lessons, I I think I stuck with it for like four weeks because they started me off playing like Twinkle Twinkle Little Star on the. (laughs) I want to play like you know the Sex Pistols in the Clash. Like, (laughs) you know, like so quick. My first teacher did that. I went to my first guitar lesson. Like I went to my the the very very first teacher I went to. First of all, I said to my dad, I want to learn how to play guitar, and he gave me like a, a. nylon string classical and i was like uh no i will learn i don't know what this thing is yeah it's not what i want so i got sent to guitar lessons with a nylon string classical and the guy gave me a book that had farmer and the dell in it and i was like this is not no it's not <laughs> loud ones and I'm, you know, yeah so i try to get the kids into playing the songs they want to play like as soon as possible yeah 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 so they'll want to stick with it and okay. yeah, yeah. Pro- progress from there. It's got to be about what they want to do. Yeah, uh, for sure. You know, like at, at times it's what I feel they, they need to know. You know, maybe you kind of sneak that in. Yeah. You know, you find some song that they want to learn and then you start talking about what key it's in. Yeah. Yeah. Start taking it, taking it apart for him. Yeah. <laughs> nice. During the day. Yeah. Uh, during the day, my wife and I teach at a, a private school in Yorkville. So I teach music there all day too. So. Oh, okay. Yeah, you're out there by Crusade then. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of food, you've been out on the road. Uh, you've uh, encountered any uh, great restaurants or had any uh, <laughs> great meals out on the road? There's, there is some place yeah, like there's, there's that, there's that barbecue place in Champagne where we had the burnt Black ends. Dog. It's called Black it's, Dog. I think it's called Black Dog Barbecue. Oh, nice. Hey. Oh, that place is amazing. And then there was a place in St. Louis where they had, I can't pa- remember, pa- Pappy's. No, I don't think it was Pappy's. No, are you talking about the barbecue place? Yeah, barbecue oh, place is Pappy's. Yeah. That place is great. There was a pizza place there. That I can't remember the name of it. They had oh, the garlic awesome nuts. garlic knots. Oh, nice. Yeah, and then last last time we were there, we were at um, Cantina Laredo. Yeah, Mexican food. That Mexican was food. Um, so a, 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 fr- a friend r- r- is a, like the executive chef there. <clears throat> so he's a great guy. He, he like, he, he op- they open... Uh, they're 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 a chain, uh, yeah. So to kind of, um, <laughs> but he was in Chicago for a long time. Then recently went to St. Louis to run. There. Okay, but uh, he's a great guy. He like uh, to, he he feeds touring bands when they come through. Uh, oh, nice. Yeah, he's he's a really good guy. Really good it's food. Really a super nice thing when you're on yeah. the road. Let me tell you. Really yeah. good food there. Great yeah. cocktails. Mm-hmm. That's, <laughs> that's one of the highlights in St. Louis. Yeah, you should yeah. probably go to eat there and have cocktails after the show. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and then uh, another place is uh, Vanguard in uh, Milwaukee. Like, oh yeah, I was gonna t- uh, the hot dog place. Yeah, yeah, it's got like it's like a wrestling theme. Yeah, they do have they do have some wrestling stuff there. I was gonna bring that up actually. <laughs> I'm gonna be hey Devin, there's yeah, <laughs> you beat me to it. <laughs> of course he knows it. <laughs> yeah, also seen uh some on your Instagram. Uh, you take into uh like uh, activism and stuff. Is that uh what what you guys do as a group or is it uh, individual thing or? Um, that was mostly Devin. Most of that uh-huh. stuff. I mean, that we're behind him 100, percent and we do what we can. But most of the Instagram, I think, most of that stuff was um, was Devin. Devin's yeah. Devin's Devin's very involved in in that uh, aspect of life. Uh, yeah, which I think is good. I think it, I think it's great. I, I think 
it's one thing to complain and have an opinion, and it's quite another thing to complain and have an opinion and go out and do something about it and do something right. positive about it. Mm. It's right. I think that's really a we, noble thing. We can all sit and bitch and moan, but are yeah. you willing to pound pavement and knock doors when it's 25, 30 degrees out to like get people elected who you want to get elected or you know, run campaigns seven days a week during election season after you're done working. So it's like, right. No, they'd rather sit home in the warm and play on the computer. (laughs) You know, like, so we can all be like Twitter and Facebook activists, but like, I feel like it's really important to make sure your, your voice is heard in the real world. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Passionate cause of mine for sure. And it seems like, uh, currently probably been uh, real busy since, uh, the last guy, uh, (laughs) son of a fucking bitch there we go <laughs> uh, and then currently i i have uh more posts about the uh the gas prices and the the, the joe biden stickers that they leave on the gas pumps and uh <laughs> joe biden is, never mind <laughs> <laughs> yeah no one's going to be happy either way. I, no. I, I see. No. I think that, 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 it's always been the case though. You know, no one's ha- happy or, you know, but it seems like lately, um, recently people are more op- openly uh, vocal or even um, taking a little more action than yeah. they have in the past. Uh, yeah. We'll see where that trend takes us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I kind of think that uh, they'll, uh, like I said, that last guy kind of opened it up for everyone to uh, right. speak speak their mind, even though uh, what they were thinking of was. Uh, <laughs> was stupid guy, you got to open your mouth. Like, you know? Speak your mind, even if you're out of it. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Kind of, yeah. <laughs> yeah that's really all you can say is yeah. It's, it's unbelievable. <laughs> it really is a weird living in an unbelievable time. Yeah, for sure take things and make almost make them so you know what i mean even if there's no yeah. basis behind it like right it, it just takes a few a few people to hear something and they yeah. and you'll never convince them that that was wrong that was <laughs> right you <were> misinformed <laughs> read a couple of facebook <laughs> posts that, that <laughs> you know some doctor says something about the vaccine makes you infertile and then son <laughs> of the country you know believing in this fucking garbage it's, it's, wow, it's, uh, it's, it's, yeah. and really would it be such a bad thing if the vaccine made some of us infertile <laughs> <laughs> i mean more yeah more of I know a few people. <laughs> I could live without. They have two doses. doses. Yeah, he'll have mine. <laughs> yeah. Nice. Yeah, with the weather uh, getting cold here, and uh, I think we had a few, a little bit of snow the other day. Uh, you guys have uh, plans for uh, like the weather, the uh, winter uh, coming up, or you guys have plans for riding or. Plans for what? Writing. Uh, writing. Writing oh, music. Writing. Or... We're writing. We're writing now. Um, yeah. we, we've got uh, about six six songs that we're uh, tightening up, finishing up, so that we can go record them. So yeah, that'll happen. We got a couple shows um, in the books for right now. We're trying not to get too far ahead of ourselves because we, uh-huh. we get something recorded and then do a burst of, of shows. Yeah. Like we we've done in the past, we're 
or start working on something and then we do a, a shit ton of shows <laughs> and then yeah nice. back to doing that so but um yeah yeah how's it felt uh doing doing shows again since uh the pandemic it's, it was great it's another learning curve because you know like i remember the first show back i was packing gear and getting ready to go and i'm like okay let's see how did i do this and what am i supposed to bring with me and yeah. do, I, do i have that how did i how did i do this before <laughs> yeah and then yeah. you know we were, when we were playing g-man i was driving to the i was driving to the club and i'm like am i really doing this i've got like you know like a couple thousand dollars worth of gear in the car and i'm driving an hour up to the city to play a half an hour set you know what i mean like start to question the logic of it all because it's been so long <laughs> when you're doing it all the time it's just kind of you know like commonplace every day yeah <laughs> well that that could bring us to the the second track i'll play exhausted because that's kind of what it sounds like <laughs> loading everything up and <laughs> going to do a show is yeah. um yeah you, you want to talk about uh that one the the vocals and uh meaning behind that one i'll let you guys do this i'm going to work nice meeting you uh so yeah paul came in played uh an a chord and just kind of like jamming on that a chord uh uh then like started just like playing like a bass line along with it and it just kind of came together really a couple weeks before we went to the studio to record um yeah yeah we've been talking, we've been talking a lot for a while about we should write a song with has two chords and yeah. that's where it kind of started and then um we we uh <clears throat> We we yeah we just hit it on the A and then just kind of like put some layers on top of it. I mean it's pretty much an A almost all the way through. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we just layered some stuff on it and it sounded cool, you know. It just it sounded good sonically. Like I'm not a learned musician, so there's a lot of times yeah. where I like I, I I'm I'm looking for, I'm not necessarily looking for uh uh like theoretical how it's supposed yeah. to be. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, I'm, I'm all just sonic. I'm like, if, yeah. sounds, if it, I don't care if it's supposed. To, if it sounds I, good, <laughs> I don't care if that that's supposed to go with that, you know, because it doesn't. If the, it doesn't sound good to me, you know. Yeah, it's right, right. Son, It's all, it's all sonic. So yeah, we we, we wrote that. Um, yeah, that a couple weeks before, um, and the song is pretty much about just, uh, just be, yeah, being exhausted. Whether it's it's anything. Um, that, I think some of the. Uh, some of the lyrics kind of are 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 uh, are uh, have like a, a work tone to it, but it's just it's it's more um, uh, metaf- metaphoric. Yeah, not just exhausted about going to work, yeah, and the nine to five grind, and but yeah, exhausted yeah. about and and then the same thing like we talked about that last you know that that last guy you know <laughs> yeah um just that same thing that just like the mentality of people and the, the dealing with anything is just it's fucking right. exhausting like right right you don't I mean, it's not even physically exhausting i mean it's, it, to me sometimes mental is is worse you know i like fuck i've beat the hell out of my body for you know years um yeah. But yeah, sometimes yeah. you just get in that mental state that's more exhausting than anything else. And it just brings you down and you just want to go to sleep. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Down, you know, it's like c- coming home, sitting down in the chair and yeah. just going, oh, yeah. <laughs> I think what's so cool about the song is that, like, you know, we're, we're jamming on the A for, for the most part. And it's like that repetitiveness that uh, is built into the theme of the song where, you know, 
it's that repetitive grind of the the a being played over and over and it, uh-huh. it sets you up into that like the theme of like you know doing the same thing every day being sick of the grind being sick oh, okay yeah yeah bring on you and then eventually uh you know it kind of like explodes and falls apart at the end so uh-huh yeah 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 as we all feel like we do sometimes oh yeah <laughs> yeah yeah well we could uh play that one here at the end uh you guys want to give any uh shout outs or or talk about anything coming up uh, with you guys soon or um yeah like i said we're working on getting some more uh music out there uh-huh hopefully soon um, to our instagram page facebook uh page. watch us on facebook uh follow us along there uh we'll be announcing when that that's gonna drop uh we got a couple shows coming up so if you're around st louis come see us in st louis i think it's december 14th okay 13th okay. Right now. uh and then we'll be playing uh liars club. club in january so you can uh watch out for us there we'll have a couple other shows um here or there to fill in around the 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 those dates but yeah stay tuned for uh the next uh ep that's gonna drop this uh these six songs that we're gonna be recording nice. soon nice well yeah that's uh gonna do it for this one uh we'll play track number 11 from the from the album and this is exhausted and i got to hang with death in memphis it was uh nice meeting you guys yeah. and uh plenty of luck with the songs and uh out on the road thank you all right thanks. all right thanks, for- all right, thanks. <laughs> sweet and that's that <laughs> awesome man thanks man well I'll let i'll let you uh get back uh to enjoying your day i don't know if you're uh doing any more music or anything but <laughs> yeah i don't know what i'm gonna do <laughs> got some stuff i don't want to do to do <laughs> yeah right right yeah i think it's cloudy out a McGill deck behind your head what's that is that a mcgill deck behind your head oh that, yeah, that one's a caballero and right. a mike Vallely. Yeah, yeah yeah i don't think i've seen that Vallely. yeah cool yeah, that's a, uh, a a newer one, yeah, okay. and then the, then there's some more that way. <laughs> that the farm one? I used to have that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was like the uh, the second one. I I had a Mike McGill first, and then uh, <laughs> the Vallely when that came out, and it was all about the street. <laughs> nice. <laughs> yeah. What about uh, who did the the artwork behind you? Uh, <laughs> I don't know. It's, it looks like old stuff. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I got that from a garage. Yeah. I, oh, I didn't know if one of you guys did that. Oh, or something. No, 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 no. <laughs> yeah. Very, oh, I shouldn't say that. I did the art, the cover for the art. Yeah. The cover, the art for oh, the, the cover. album. Yeah. <laughs> I'll drop that in at the end then. <laughs> Let everybody know. Yeah, I should have said. Yeah. Uh, do you do like a, a design or something? Uh, is that something you guys you do? What's that? Uh, design um not i wouldn't say that i do it no i'm I, okay okay here and there and do a little things i did like steve's uh had has a when he's before he had fine tunes he had this uh still does it called uh gearhead guitar where he just did guitar repair i made the oh, okay yeah. thing for that and I, I like to fuck around a little bit you know i do, yeah. I do I, a lot of our flyers i do uh, uh-huh yeah not, not not you know i 
out of, out of necessity. Friends. I'm always calling my friends who do it, you know, to ask. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We actually, yeah. Um, we talked to uh, uh, Sharp, Matt Sharp. Oh, okay. Yeah. About doing the record. But at the time, we kind of, we wanted to get, we wanted to do vinyl and then we we're going to do the, we had to do the seven inch too. So, uh, he, yeah, he's just a little bit out of our price range at the time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely like to, I definitely like. He went to school with my brother, my younger brother. Oh, um, oh, okay, yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, I definitely like to work with him at some point. Oh yeah, <laughs> for the yeah, yeah. See, you, you wear some uh, stupid rad clothing and yeah, yeah, and, uh, yeah. Yeah, I'm a fan of him, his stuff, uh, Simon. Yeah, and, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Your guy. Cool. And, and Simeon. Simeon. Yeah, 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 yeah. Good guys for sure. Yeah, I have to get him on the podcast. Yeah, talk about it. Yeah, he'd be all about that. Yeah, yeah, he's a good guy. All right, all right, man. Well, I'll let you guys go then. Right. Uh, thanks for doing this. Yeah, thanks this for good. Us, man. See you. Hell yeah, man. Uh, nice uh, meeting you. Take care. Man. <laughs>
And you, 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 you are listening to a monster production. <laughs>